This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dreamer's Disease and the latest In Focus session, which is where we take some time each episode to discuss one topic at a time and really sort of delve into the depths of it and find out more about whatever the particular topic is for the week. So for the next few episodes, I've actually got a little twist as I've invited Kira London back onto the sessions and she's going to co-host with me and we're going to talk about four particular topics. Okay guys, I'm here with Kira London, who those of you who don't know who she is, you can check out our interview from episode seven which yeah. was amazing and i still get so many amazing messages about that yeah um, and i know you do as well all the um, time so welcome back thank you for having me all good and this is part one of a four-part in focus takeover because you hit me up and you wanted to talk about four particular topics and yeah. really sort of share some more thoughts and well I just really enjoyed it last yeah. time and I got so much feedback it's quite nice to be like hidden behind a microphone you're able to get your your spiel out there yeah. but without having to have cameras in your face and yeah. stuff like that so yeah it's more chilled yeah it's so much more chilled so. exactly nice cup of tea and a microphone oh, great on a Sunday <laughs> evening what more perfect can you want? <laughs> um so for part one we're going to be discussing health and fitness yeah why health and fitness well, it's kind of the obvious topic that you'd go to if you're talking with me, because basically it's my life. In a way, in a way, I don't want to sound like, yeah, I'm so healthy yeah. and super fit. But um, obviously, I'm a personal trainer. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm a personal trainer by trade. And I also run fitness classes. And then obviously I do things like nutritional plans and workout plans. And I don't know if you'd call me like a fitness blogger. I don't really mm. like that word. It's kind of cringe. But I think I might fall into that kind of fitness blogger bracket. Yeah. So it just seems like a good place for us to start and get the, the ball rolling so that people can kind of understand yeah. my world. Okay. And so how then has the health and fitness world changed your life? Oh my God. Since you started. Like completely, like literally. I mean, it's crazy. If I was to go back in time, just, I mean, it's only been really the past two, three years. I've always, in fairness, I've always gone to the gym since I was like, oh God, how old? I mean, actually, no. Well, if we really want to chuck it back, you know, like when I was a kid, my mum always had me going swimming lessons mm. and doing dance and um, I was doing Irish dancing, some Irish and he... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Armour Paddies. <laughs> no, but um, so I was always kind of like active. She, she, I had to do running. I did like the mini London marathons and stuff like that. Um, so I've always been like healthy to an extent or fit to an extent. Um, and then as I've got older, gym was kind of like my um, like safe haven. Yeah. It's where I would kind of go and spend all my, my time in the evenings and on the weekends. And then obviously it became my work. I used to, for those of you who haven't listened to the old episode, I used to work in PR. So I was very much in an office, hands-on, behind a computer every day. And then I started doing my personal training uh, qualifications. And then since then, life is just completely, it's just totally different. Mm. It's totally different. Um, you know, day to day I'm in the gym, I'm not in an office. Um, in the evenings, I'm running classes. I haven't watched these senders in about seven years, literally, it's ridiculous, because I'm just in the gym every night. Um, 
So it's, yeah, it's completely changed my life. Yeah. Um, just day to day is different. I'm not commuting into a job anymore. I'm my own boss. I have to do my own accounts. I, you know, like I have to work with people in the gym every day instead of, it's just a different yeah. environment. So, and, and the, those two words, health and fitness, yeah, they're quite broad in terms of what they cover. Yeah, But what are. do they mean to you? Oh, really good question. I think health and fitness are, are there's health and then there's fitness. Mm. And they're two different things. Being healthy doesn't necessarily mean that you're fit. And being fit doesn't necessarily mean that you're healthy. So for me, I think health is, is most important. And we always like, I literally, I've been battered the past couple of weeks. Mm. I've had like, this week I had like a wonky eye because I had a sty. And before that I had a chest infection. And now you can hear I've got a bit of a sore throat. And the week before that I had the flu. So it's only when you actually are run down and you're really feeling like crap that I think you appreciate your health. Yeah. And and then there's mental health as well, which is so important. I mean, I'd be tempted to say almost more important because I think the mind is more powerful than yeah. the body. Yeah. But then there's fitness. And fitness is, is a kind of a different section of it. It's for those of you who actually enjoy doing some form of exercise. You're you're actually um, going to the gym or you're taking part in classes or you do a sport or so. So that's kind of like a separate entity mm. to that. And for me, I wanted to kind of talk about how health and fitness are a positive thing. I think that there's almost a flip side of it where people can feel like it's being shoved down your throat um, these yeah. days. You know, like you scroll on Instagram and everyone's doing like a workout video or people are, you know, like in classes doing this. And it's almost in a way to make others maybe feel bad about themselves for not doing it. Yeah. And there's also an element of like body shaming, like you have to be fit and you have yeah. to be healthy. But I think that it's not, there's no particular right or wrong in that. Like you don't need to look a certain way. You don't need to be a size eight and and skinny. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't even I don't even know why I use that as an example because I'm I'm not really pro to lose weight and yeah, get yeah, down. Yeah. I'm I'm more like muscle building than yeah. anything. But I do think that there's like there's kind of a, a flip side to it. It can be a great thing, and I think it's it's using health and fitness as a positive tool rather than a way of making other people feel bad about themselves, yeah. which I think is quite common these days. Yeah. On the body shaming thing, this is a topic that I'm very interested in. How impactful is it? for particularly for women in that whole world of and you know the pressures that come with it what sort of impact does that have i think it's very difficult because we also live in an era of surgery so i think that people are feeling the pressure and they're resorting to whatever means they can you know like i have clients who have previously had anorexia or bulimia mm. i know several people who have eating disorders who might binge eat and yeah. and then after they binge eat they'll sort of starve themselves it's like extremes isn't it it's extremes like going yeah to real from one extreme to the other yeah and it's yeah a lot it's unhealthy yeah. it's unhealthy it's the polar opposite of health and fitness yeah. um because i think what happens is people lose themselves to pressure and in fairness like you know, I always, I'm always putting up fitness videos and things like that myself. So I'm probably part and parcel of the problem as well as the mm. solution. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm a big believer in, especially, you know, with girls, I, I only train women and 
my classes are female only as well. So I'm a big believer in like embracing everyone and being like, look, you, because I always have girls who are saying, I want to be 52 kg or I, you know, like I want to look how I did 10 mm. years ago or I want, and it's like, actually, you need to embrace who you are and how you look and then let's work on improving that to make you the best version of yourself but stop comparing yourself to others yeah. because you're just going to be fighting a losing battle we're not the same mm. everyone is different and i think it's bo like body shaming and body image and you know like like i said surgery and things like that now it's it's creating a problem where people are starting to lose themselves and not be proud of maybe their own identity, their own body, and end up kind of trying to compare themselves and catch up with people who don't even look like themselves yeah. because they've done so much to try and change who they were and change their body. So it's like we're all chasing unrealistic goals, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of like pulling it back in and being like, look, let's bring it, strip it. And this is what I always say to all of my clients, like, let's bring it down to basics. You might not be a naturally slim build. So how can we work for your body? Or, you know, you, um, you might be a slim build and you're trying to gain some weight. So we can try and do that for yourself individually. Mm. But I do think that, that people are are losing themselves. And I think a big part of that is social media. Yeah. Social media can be amazing, but it also can be very destructive. Yeah. What do you think with social media? It, do you reckon the good outweighs the bad or the bad outweighs the good? Or is it a fair balance? I think it's a fair balance. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of people would say, oh, I want to go back to the time when there was no Instagram, there was no Twitter, mm. there was no Facebook. We had the best childhoods and blah, blah. I think so, yeah. But in the same sense, we've also got a hell of a lot of opportunities because of social media. Yeah. We wouldn't be, we probably wouldn't really be sitting here no, if it wasn't for social media. Yeah. You know, like all of my clients, I'd say 90% come from Instagram. Most of the girls from my classes come mm. from Instagram. I've made friends from Instagram. I've I've worked with brands. I've had amazing opportunities that I would have never had if social media wasn't there. I've been able to grow my business and have a, like just uh, as I said opportunities that I would never ever have had. Mm. And for me, it's made my life better. Yeah. But I think you've got to keep a firm grip on reality and look at things through quite a clear viewpoint or something yeah. you know you have to like almost be objective when objective. you're you're separate from the situation yeah. basically you yeah, need objective. to be like a bird's eye view and when you're looking when you're scrolling through instagram look at things but don't don't take everything for how it seems you know like it's like when people say relationships there's some relationships on instagram but in real life mm. you know everyone knows that those couples like they're a hot mess or you know there's people whose lives seem amazing but then in reality they're struggling every single day yeah. or people who just don't even look like themselves you know like you see them in real life and you're like huh so it's it's kind of i think it's it's using it in a positive way for yourself, not taking everything mm. to heart and believing everything that you see because I think that's when it becomes very destructive. Yeah, and and on the, the health and fitness tip, like for you, what are the key, say, three things maybe to 
you know, make sure that you are looking after both your health and your fitness? What are the three things that you would always stick to, like your non-negotiables? Oh, exercise yeah. is my number one Any type or? Any type. Yeah. Do what you enjoy. Find something that you enjoy and do it and do it frequently and do it consistently. For me, I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy going to classes. Sometimes I go to the gym and I literally pull my car in. I just think, no, not stay. And I drive out. Mm. And that's fine because tomorrow I'll go back. Mm. You know, like, it's important to, um, for me, I, I like to eat and I like to party and I like to drink and I like to, I love pizza. Like I said this the other day, like last weekend, I literally had pizza Friday, pizza Saturday and pizza Sunday. And like, if you could actually see me and Alex right now, we're sat here with chocolate digestives and Jaff cakes. So don't get me wrong. I am health and fitness, but I'm all for enjoying life. Number one. Yeah. And it's finding some form of exercise that helps you to enjoy your life better yeah. so i think it's not i don't sit there and say diet i wouldn't i would never say diet although i think at times diets are required yeah. um or it's just reining yourself in but for me i'm a big advocate of go to the gym or do whatever exercise you want to do and then you can enjoy your life then you can eat that pizza then you don't need to say no when your friends are saying oh let's go out for a meal or let's go out for drinks or mm. you know it's birthday you can have a slice of cake you don't need to worry about it because if you're doing the exercise it's a lot easier to maintain a well-balanced life. So I think that's the number one thing. And, and also like just that, that is also partly number two, having a healthy lifestyle that's, that you can maintain. Yeah. So don't go on, um, I say this to my clients all the time, I'm like some PTs give their clients really strict diet plans and they're like, right, you've got two weeks and let's shred. And, but that's not realistic because after two weeks, you're going to pile it all back on again. Then you're going to feel guilty. And it links again to the mind. Like yeah. I said, you're going to start feeling your self-esteem might struggle, you know, because you're thinking, oh, I, now I look like this. And before I look like that. And whereas if you find something um, that you enjoy doing, you can then maintain that. Um, and I think that's most important. That's why I do these classes, for example, because they're so fun. It's like an hour flies by. You've done so much work in that hour but you don't realize because the music's wicked and the vibe's mm. good and everyone's having um you know a good time so it's not it's making making a healthy lifestyle less painful yeah but i do think that's very important yeah 100 percent. it's sort of I, and then number three god i don't know i feel like that kind of that sort of summarizes me in yeah. those first two points it's just making sure that you can you're, you're not limiting yourself too much. I think that's most important above everything. Otherwise, you're just going to crash and burn. Yeah. And I've seen it happen. I, unless you have, here's the only other example. I have lots of girls who are like brides and people who are, for example, they have a really big holiday. So if you've got like a, uh, a really strict deadline and it's like, I really, really, really want to be in the, sh the best shape of my life, then okay, we can kind of like, go a little harder on you yeah, and yeah. we need to put the Jaffa cakes and the chocolate digestives away. Just not tonight. Just not tonight because <laughs> we are actually saying that you're going on holiday. Yeah. So no Jaffa cakes for you. <laughs> but for me, I'm all right. I'm not going anywhere. But yeah, I think, so I think it's just finding the balance, 
taking social media with a pinch of salt and um, finding a way to enjoy yourself while you do it. Yeah. That's, that for me is most important. And then you're really going to be able to maintain it. I always say to girls, you want to be doing something three to four times a week mm. and you want to be doing that for three plus months. Yeah. So like for me, for example, I'll go to the gym yeah. three times a week. Yeah. I'll tr try to do yoga at least once a week, That's good. if not twice. Really good. In my bedroom. Nice. YouTube videos. Yeah. Shout out YouTube. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Adrian on YouTube. And I also play football like on a Saturday. So you're like, working out like six times a week, really? Yeah. So that's the point. Would you incorporate that as six working out Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Or... Yoga, I, it depends how advanced you are in yoga. Not I've very. done some yoga. Yeah. I'm not very advanced I mean, advanced I'm 30 either. and I'm six foot and yeah. my flexibility yeah, is like zero. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that my yoga is very advanced. I, I can't think, touch my toes. I think, yeah, I'm exactly <laughs> the same. I, well, I can touch my toes, actually. That's my one thing. But I treat yoga more like a stretch and meditation. Yeah. So I would say, unless you're like fairly advanced on it, I think yoga is, is actually really good exercise for the mind mm. rather than... Um, and oh God, I hope loads of yogis don't go mad on me on this one. But rather than for the body, I think in general, if you're at sort of a beginner level, it's more like a stretch and relax. Um, I don't know about relaxing. Some of the positions really? that I end up in, yeah, it's definitely oh. not relaxing. Oh, brilliant. Well, then in that case, you you know, yeah. if if the by the end of your session in your bedroom yeah. with your YouTube, you're, you've got a sweat on, yeah. then you're, you know, you can classify that as, as exercise. Decent. For me, I, I generally... I've tried a few different yeah. teachers, but I, I actually need to go back to it. Yeah. I think I've not found my yeah. my yoga niche, but definitely it's just it can be anything. And it's also this is another point: making small changes that are sustainable. Yeah. So, like, I have a lift in my building. I try not to get the lift. Yeah. I try and walk the stairs where I can. Um, so it's things like when you get off the tube, walk up the the escalator. Yeah. Why are you standing on the right hand side? I just, to me, yeah. that's just bonkers. Unless I'm actually with my friends yeah. and we're having a chinwag, then I just think, just walk. Yeah. Like, why are you going to stand there? Just walk. Um, so it's little things like that, you know, walking to the bus stop, walking to the tube station, getting your steps in. There's so many little, you know, like, Fitbits yeah, and like Fitbits, and, kind of things, yeah. so, and there's so many different versions of Fitbits. Yeah. Even where, on your iPhone, or you know, I'm sure Androids have the same thing. You exactly. Have the health app where it tracks your steps and everything. yeah, exactly. So just things like a lot of my clients, they try and do like five thousand or ten thousand steps a day. Mm. Get your steps in. Like it's not that hard. Go out on your lunch break. Go for a walk. Like just do what you can when you can, and don't feel too guilty about what you haven't done. Just do better tomorrow. Mm. Because I hate seeing people sit there and win. That is my biggest bugbear in life. Mm. People who whinge and don't do nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, pull your socks up, get on with it. Yeah. Like, I don't have any sympathy for people who, who are all the talk, but they don't follow through with the action. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You mentioned very briefly mental health is important to take care of as well. What experience have you had with mental health in terms of, you know, making sure your, your mental health is at an optimum level or any kind of issues that you've had to overcome or anything like that like I've had my moments um as has I think probably 99% of people mm. I think we've all had those times where you just think oh my god how am I going to get through today or and this will be I'll I'll dig deeper into this on an on the next focus, oh, nice, nice little nice plug, plug there, nice little plug. <laughs> but you know, I've had my moments where 
you just don't want to get out of bed yeah. and you just I, I don't know if I've been depressed before I would say there's been moments where I have been depressed but I've never gone to a doctor and actually been clinically clinically yeah, yeah. but I would say if, if that's how that's how I think it feels and for me there's three things L- looking at the people around you which again, as I said, will lead us on to our next topic. For me, the gym, yeah. again, so leading on to this topic, for me, exercise is, you know, so important mm. to make me feel happy. Mm. I just, I could enter the gym feeling like crap and I leave on a high and and that is eight times out of 10. Yeah, well, it the, gets everything flowing, doesn't it? It gets all the blood flowing, it releases endorphins, endorphins yeah. like everything like that. Yeah. You know, it's scientifically proven, I guess, that yeah. it does make you feel better. I agree. And the the only other thing that I would say has matches my high that I get from a gym is traveling. Yeah. So for me, it's looking at the people around you and looking at if you can't go and fly off to Jamaica tomorrow, <laughs> so like some people, it's looking at what can you do that's on your doorstep that's going to make you feel happier. And for me the gym is a massive impact in that so it's cutting out the people who I look at who are making me feel negative or aren't helping to alleviate my stresses in life and then looking at what I can do at home and then how can I get away from this and just go and get a little boost because every time I go on holiday I come back and I feel a million bucks yeah that's well, my mind. Amazing. Well, there <laughs> we go. Mind and life tips from yeah. Kira. <laughs> amazing. Like, lots of great stuff. And, you know, I hope you guys listening can take a lot from that as always. And um, this is just part one. There's yes. three more parts to come. Three to come. Um, so make sure you check back in. This one's been all about health and fitness. So be it physical health, mental health, yeah. any kind of fitness and exercising. Yeah. The real snapshot and, and, and thoughts from someone who you'd probably consider an expert considering it's your full-time job i guess so um, (laughs) my nan says i am so that counts always always alicia nan knows what you you do my my nan has no idea what i do oh doesn't she i can't if i try to explain it i'd be there oh my god anyone who follows me on instagram they'll see i'm constantly like with my nan snapping her so she gets it she's like she's down with the kids yeah and on that note anyone who's listening if they do want to follow you on instagram where can they find you it's at kira London which is spelled like Sierra so I always get this people be like your name's Sierra I'm like no it's not (laughs) so C-I-A-R-A London perfect amazing thank you this podcast is produced by unedited